So I'm at the DREI Summit in Scottsdale, Arizona, and with my good friend Mark Barker, who is with Career Education Systems out of Kansas City, St. Louis, and also in Wichita. Wichita, yeah. Great school. Mark's always been a real estate instructor icon to me. You have a doctorate's degree. No, no. I thought you had a... Just a couple of minutes. Okay, but... Uh, but uh, Mark runs a very successful real estate school. What advice would you give a student who's preparing for the real estate exam to pass the test? It's a good question, John. Uh, I believe the same thing is true for online class students as well as classroom. And the best ex- advice I can give you is don't wait till the end of the class to decide you're going to study for the test. That's a great point. <laughs> exactly. If, if let's say you've got 12 sessions or something like that, you really need to have session one pretty much mastered before session two because what it does, it ties on, it, it, it overlaps. And so, but by the time you get three or four or five sessions, you haven't got it down, then it starts becoming overwhelming. And it was like when you were in high school or college and the night before your final exam, you thought you were going to study all night long and you basically gave it up after 20 minutes. So I think the best advice is learn as you go, not wait till the end. I think that's a great point. And you've always been a big advocate. When they finish the test, they need to get in and or finish the school. They need to get in and take the test. Absolutely. Ideally, if you finish the class on Thursday, I'd like to take the test on Friday. But that assumes you have been doing the learning, the continual learning through the class, and you're not trying to cram it in at the end. Great points. Thank you, Mark. And we'll have his contact information in the show notes and his school information. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. So I'm going to put both of you on the spot here for my podcast. I just talked to I just talked to Mark Barker, Brad Barker's brother, Hmm? and I'm also talking to Bob. Kutzbach. They took phonics out of school when I was a kid. I'm just putting a podcast together for people who listen to my podcast on successful tips to pass the real estate exam. Uh, what would you suggest to people who are taking their pre-licensed course? Mm-hmm. What, what do they need to do to pass that test? One main thing, as a matter of fact, John, and that is as they're studying and reviewing, when they read a sample question, don't just memorize the answer. It's multiple choice A, B, C, D. I'm more concerned that students can be able to tell me why B, C, and D are false as opposed to memorizing why A was the true answer. So that would be my biggest advice to people. Make sure you understand the why behind all four responses. Don't, don't just memorize the one correct answer. Great. I love that, Brad. Thank you so much. Brad's also, uh, you're actually in charge your own career education systems or are you and Mark Mark still owns it. Mark owns it. I own the exam smart. Yeah, and that's right. And and by the way, uh, if you need help passing the test, you have a great product called exam exam smart. Is it examsmart.com? So check that out. Okay. And Bob, you are in Ohio now. Okay. What's what advice would you give? Well, I teach a lot of review courses uh, to prepare for the exam, and the number one mistake students make is not analyzing the question. Reading through it quickly and trying to guess the answer, and oftentimes they miss it because they miss what the focus of the question is. Okay, they assume it. All right, so read the question two or three times. Good, I'm glad you said that. What it is that they're after. Great, love that. Thank you both. You're welcome, John. I am talking to Dr. Sam at the DREI Summit. 
He's been a DREI since 1985? 1985. That was the year I got married, which, uh, yeah, so. But, Dr. Sam, uh, I have a podcast. It's for people going through the real estate exam. The first big thing is don't change your answers. Okay, good. Uh, your intellect will start to argue with your intuition, and they will say, well, is it really right? Is it not right? But you've already learned it. You learned the principles. Stick with that first answer. I love that. And I heard somewhere that probably that knowledge that you learned is hanging around in your brain somewhere, and that's why it's knocking on your door to say, go, so stay with us. Good information. Thank you. And Edward is your son? And which we haven't had a chance to really That's meet, but yeah, good. To, uh, Edward, what advice would you give somebody to pass the test? Uh, and you, by the way, you have schools in Washington, D.C., Virginia, Pennsylvania, and Texas? And Maryland, yeah, good. So you're hearing advice from a couple of great folks here, but Edward, what, what advice would you give someone to pass the test? I would tell them to take your time. You know, of course it's a time test, but you know, Taking each, uh, taking each question one by one. Don't get ahead of yourself. And just utilize the time that you have, you know. And if you have some time at the end, you know, that's fine. But just take your time as you're going through. Great point. Do you suggest if, if you see a question, you don't understand it, just skip it? Because chances are they might answer it coming back. Absolutely. Sing it again. You know, make jog your, you know, your memory later down the line. But yeah, I definitely would suggest, you know, making a pass on it and coming back to it. Excellent points. Take your time. And as Dr. Sam said, uh, you said your first answer is your best answer. And I, and I love that input. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. I'm here again at the DREI Summit. I'm talking to Kim Stotesbury. And I want you to know she's a fabulous instructor and a DREI, and I've learned so much from her this session as I did the last time you taught. I was in one of your classes. But Kim, I'm just asking instructors here, what advice would you give a new student going through the course to pass the test? What would be your, you got to do this if you want to pass that test? That's a great question, John. I would say, above all, you have to be dedicated enough to do the work, and you're going to have to master the vocabulary. And then once you've mastered the vocabulary, you need to focus your energy on facing the exam questions in a way that you're not distracted by the wrong answers. The wrong answers themselves on the exams are designed to distract you from the right answer, right. which is why a lot of people say, oh, well, it's tricky. Well, it's not tricky if you know the content, if you know the vocabulary, if you can avoid being distracted. Right. So I I'm glad you said the vocabulary because we always hear students that say, oh, I'm afraid of the math. And I always tell them, don't worry about the math, know the vocabulary. I promise the math is not your problem. The math will take care of itself, and you have a, com a calculator that'll do the math for you on the exam. All you have to do is push the buttons. So master your vocabulary. You can, you can work a little bit on the math, but if you focus on the math to the detriment of your vocabulary, you're probably not going to pass. Now, I created flashcards when I was in college, and when I was a student, do you still recommend that? Or? I like students to use flashcards. I 
prefer they make their own. Okay. I think yes. half of the half of the beauty and the benefit of the flashcards is if you write your own to get the vocabulary. I actually use a gaming system called Wordwall, John, that my students have access to outside the class in an asynchronous environment so they can pick the definition and match the word and it's colorful and it makes noise and they can tell. Word wall, I'll have it's to check that. It's called word wall, check it out. It's I great. will check that and, out. And you can do hangman, you can do puzzles. The word match is my favorite, but it helps my students, especially with the finance vocabulary and the agency vocabulary and those things that are not going to be familiar to most people. Great. Thank you, Kim. I love You're it. Welcome, Thanks. John. Thanks Thank for asking. Cheryl, I want to ask you a quick question for my podcast. Okay. This is Cheryl Davis from Florida. She did just a spectacular uh, session yesterday that I was able to sit in on. And Cheryl has a school in Florida. Tell students, this is just a little podcast, Cheryl. She has no idea I came up to her now to ask her this. What is What do students need to do to pass the test? What's your best advice you give students to pass that test? I always tell my students at the very first thing of class, they're about to learn a new language, and you've got to get the vocabulary down. And if you can get the vocabulary down, you can't understand the questions, and you're never going to pass. So I really encourage them to do that vocabulary. And I give them exercises, crossword puzzles, word search. I encourage them to do flashcards to get that vocabulary down. Love that. Thank you so much. That's so good. Now, in Florida, for the state laws, is there anything else you suggest? Uh... Um, really go through the book. And I, I have the students. Our syllabus is in state law. Okay. Um, we don't use the national real estate and state law or the national real estate book. We have our own syllabus. And I tell them to pull that syllabus and to study that syllabus. Good. That's the best outline they can use to study for the state exam. Great. And I'll have Cheryl's information in, on her website or on our on this podcast and her website as well. Thank you, Cheryl.